KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah Ashavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tavori. This week we read Parashat Bo. And we begin the story of Yitziat Mitzrayim and the mitzvahs associated with that evening begin in Parashat Bo. The Torah tells us to eat carbon Pesach, v'achlu atabasar balayl hazeh, tzliyeshu matzot, amerorim yochlu. You should eat the carbon Pesach, which is tzliyesh. We generally translate tzliyesh as, as, bar- as roasted. It really means more barbecued. And we say the Torah said with matzah and with marah. The mitzvah that we will discuss this week is a mitzvah that, in a sense, we are going to raise the question whether it's really a mitzvah. And that's the mitzvah of eating maror. The Torah, of course, says that you have to eat maror. But the Torah doesn't say to eat maror. The Torah says, you eat the Kaben Pesach, amatzos umerorim yochlu. Do you eat, you eat the Kaben Pesach together with matzah maror? That does not mean that there's a mitzvah specifically of eating maror. This is the issue which we will discuss in the Shiur. The Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvah Nun Vav, cites the mitzvah of eating carbon Pesach. And he explains, he brings the Pasuk for us, V'achuas HaBasar Balayla Zeh, Tzliyeshu Matzos, Amorom Yochlu. And then the Rambam says, Ulai Yakshe Alai Makshe, V'yomar Lama Tmaneh, Achilat Matzah, Pesach Matzah, Maro Mitzvah Achat, V'lo Timneh Otam Shalosh Mitzvot. The Rambam says, maybe you'll ask me, why did I count the mitzvah of Achilas Kaven Pesach as one mitzvah? In essence, there are three different mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of Matzah, there's a mitzvah of Mar, and there's a mitzvah of Kaven Pesach. Ashivenu, my answer would be to him, Omnam hayot achilat matzah mitzvah b'fnei atzmahu, k'moshin It is really true that there are two separate mitzvahs. There's one mitzvah of eating the Kaven Pesach, and there's another mitzvah of eating Matzah, which we will explain later. But, aval hamorar hu nigra lachilas pesach veinon nimna mitzvah b'fnei atzma. And the, the, the morar is associated or is part of the mitzvah of eating pesach and therefore it's not a mitzvah by itself. So according to the Rambam, the shear that we are discussing, if there a mitzvah of eating morar, would have to only refer to matzah Tomorrow in our generation, tomorrow after the Beis HaMikdash, when we'll learn, we'll discuss later, there is a mitzvah de Rabbanan, a rabbinic mitzvah of eating Mara bizman hazeh. But a mitzvah de Raisa of eating Mara that doesn't, doesn't exist according to the Rambam, there is a mitzvah of eating Kaban Pesach together with Matzah Mara. Besides the mitzvah of eating Kaban Pesach with Matzah Mara, there's a separate mitzvah at all times to eat Matzah. That the Rambam derives from a pasuk ba'erev tochlu matzos, but there is no specific mitzvah of eating matzah at all at the time of of eating mara at all. No mitzvah daraisa at all. There are rishonim who have disagreed with the Rambam, rather than cite all the various rishonim. I'll quote the Sefer Yireim in Mitzimant Sadi Dalid. In some editions, it's Siman Kuftes. The Yireim says, counts the mitzvah separately, 
Achilas Meroim, a separate mitzvah by itself, there is a mitzvah to eat Mora. He says that the mitzvah of eating marar is a mitzvah by itself. But obviously the question is, if that would be true, that there is a mitzvah of the araisa of eating marar, then bizman hazeb, we should also say there is a mitzvah of the araisa of eating marar. And that is against the Gemara. The Gemara says, Matzah marar bizman hazeb rabbanan. There doesn't even seem to be a machlokas about this point. Bizman hazeb, now that there is no Karm Pesach, everybody would seem to agree that marar is drabanan. So, why would it be that in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the time when we have a Karm Pesach, marar is the araisa, and that the Yireim says... Somehow, it does depend upon the time of Beis HaMikdash. Bizman Shebeis HaMikdash Kayam, there's a Din Shiyocha Pesach Meroim, Bizman Deika Pesach Ika Marar. At the time of Pesach, there is Marar. It's not that the Marar and the Pesach merge into one unit as one mitzvah. At the time of Kam Pesach, there is also a Din of Marar. Bizman Deleka Pesach Leka Marar. But when there is no Kam Pesach at all, there is no Marar. Then the Uraim says, as I said, everybody would say, told us the Marah, but there is some sort of a tolda. He means here a Dindrabana. The basic law of the Torah is to have Marah, Bizman, Besamikdash. But however, what is the tolda of Marah? What's the Drabanan? Shalom, Bizman, Pesach. And he quotes the Gemara in Psachim, Dafkuf, Chafamad Aleph. Matzah, Bizman, Azedaraisa, Marah, Drabanan. Even though there is an opinion that even Matzah's Bizman, Azed is the Rabbanan, so he says, about matzah, there's a machlokas. If matzah is manah, says the rice to Rabbanan, and I paskin, matzah is the rice. That's where we paskin. But marab is manah, is Rabbanan. So we have a, a clear machlokas we've shown him. If there is a mitzvah of eating matzah, of eating marar, bizman beis hamikdash, according to the Rambam, there is no specific mitzvah of eating marah. Yes, you eat marah together with the Kam Pesach, but there's no specific mitzvah of eating marah. Whereas according to the Yireim, there's a specific mitzvah to eat marah at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. This, of course, would lead us to a discussion about how much marah do you actually have to have? How much marah do you actually have to eat? According to the Rambam, where there is no mitzvah of eating marah, the mitzvah of eating marah is to eat the Kam Pesach together with matzo marah. And therefore, one could posit that you do not have to eat a shear of marar in the Kam Pesach to, to phrase uh, a little older phrase for those people that remember. A little dab will do you. A little person to put a little bit of marar on the Kam Pesach and your yotze. And why would you really do that? What would be the purpose of putting marar on Kam Pesach? So the Arachayim says, we'll return to this later, that this is the way we very often eat. When we eat meat, very often we put some sort of a condiment, specifically a, a type of a spicy condiment, like mustard, or like, um, well, mustard is good. We put it with ketchup, we put it on the meat, and somehow we feel that that enhances the flavor of the meat. And the Archaim suggests that's the reason we put marar on the Kam Pesach, to taste good. As a matter of fact, when we think that in the time of the Gemara, in the time of the uh, Beis Hamikdash, rather, the mitzvah is to eat a, a matzah umarar, to eat 
Al matzah simram yochlu. You eat matzah together with mar. Today we have this vision of matzah being these uh, pieces of hard matzah, which some people call them like cardboard. But we know this fact, they eat matzah, which is much softer. Actually, pita, if made properly, could certainly be kosher for Kavim Pesach. And when you think about making a sandwich, our, the way we make a sandwich today of matzah for korech seems not too much of a sandwich. The matzah doesn't hold the meat. It breaks quickly. It doesn't encompass the meat. Whereas if you would think of, the ish, of having a pita and putting the carbon pesach inside with a little condiment of, of horseradish or mustard, then you would really think that this is what, what they call shvarma today in Eretz Yisrael. You, you have a pita with, with lamb inside, with a little bit of harif, a little bit of some sharp substance to give it more flavor. And that's what they ate in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. So how much would you really have to eat? How much mar would you have to be, eat? According to the Rambam, it would seem to be that you don't have to eat much mar, but as I said, a little dab will do you. Whereas according to the Urayim, that there's a mitzvah for the atzma, there's a separate mitzvah of eating, of eating marar, not just because it's part of the Karm Pesach, a separate mitzvah to eat marar, then it would seem that the mitzvah of eating marar is a, a mitzvah of achila, like any other achila. And therefore, achila requires a shear of kezayis. In fact, the Yireim says this clearly. At the end of the mitzvah that we cited above, mitzvah, Siman Tzadi Dalid, the Yireim says, V'tzarich sheyocha men hamar kezayis. He says, you have to say, you have to eat a kezayis. Why? Because the Torah said, achila. Now, where did the achila be? Where does it say it? The Urayim learned that the word yochluhu, again, we had the pasuk for achlu es habasa balaylo azet sliyeshu matzos amaroim yochluhu. Yochluhu apparently refers to each one of the above. Yochluhu, you eat the carbon Pesach, you eat the Matzah, you eat the Marah, and each one requires a Kezayis. It's well known that this Chidush of the Urayim, that Marah requires a Kezayis, Midaraisa, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, we used to eat a Kezayis, we should eat a Kezayis Marah, is disputed by, well, first of all, we could argue that according to the Rambam, who says there is no Mitzvah, by itself of carbon pasta of marar, so therefore it would seem that according to the Rambam you don't need a kazayis. But more than that, we have a famous rush in Psachim, Siman in the tenth parak of Psachim, Sifchafei. The rush says that today, Bizman Hazer, the reason you have to have a, a, a kazayis for marar is because we make the bracha. Today we eat marar separately. As I said before, that is definitely a mitzvah the Rabbanan. Marah bezman hazed rabbanan a gemara psachim daf kufchaf and that's the way we paskin that Marah today is rabbanan, but nevertheless, like in other mitzvahs rabbanan, we make a bracha al achilas marah. So the rush says that you have to have achilas marah kezayis. Why? Because you made the bracha al achilas marah. Ain achila pachos mi kezayis. Since you made the bracha al achilas marah, therefore you have to have kezayis. Apparently, if not for the bracha. If not for the the bracha which uses the word achila, then you wouldn't have needed a kezayis. This argument of the rush led the Shagasaye to a very very famous discussion. The Shagasaye in Simon Kuf says that you see from here 
that marar really ekronit, intrinsically, does not require a shi'a of kezayis. It's only because you make the bracha. So came along the, the Shagasai and said, it follows from this, that for Korech, when you do not make a bracha on Korech, you made a bracha, like that's Marar, and you ate Kazayas Marar. But then afterwards, we do the Korech, our custom, of course, is as a Zechel, a Mikdash, to remember the Beis HaMikdash, we take Pesach Matzah, we take the Matzah Marar, and we make that sandwich. So the Shagasai argues that according to the Rush, you don't need a Kazayas. Because there is no Achila by Marar, the Halacha is not Achila. The only reason you have to do Kazayas when you eat the Marar is because of the Bracha. So therefore, for Karech, you don't require a Kazayas. This discussion of the Shagasai and the Rush, based on the Rush, has led to many, many discussions. I could refer you to many Achronim, the Chassam Sofer, the Avni Nezer. Many, many people have discussed this issue. Do you really need a Kazayis? But logically, there is there are a number of problems with the with the Rush in the first place. The Rush says that really you don't have to eat a kazayas, according to the way the Shagasai interpreted it. Really, you don't have to eat a kazayas mara. The only reason you have to eat a kazayas mara is because you make the bracha. Would that be the way Chazal did things? They would make the bracha and therefore change the nature of the mitzvah? The mitzvah really is not to eat a kazayas, but they made a bracha. How could they even make the bracha? To say there is a bracha al-achilas mar when there is no mitzvah achilas mar. And the only reason there is a mitzvah achilas mar is because we made the bracha. It seems almost circular and very strange reasoning. We have examples where we try to determine the nature of the mitzvah from the bracha itself. When we say, for example, the bracha is l'shmua kol shofar, that led Rishonim, the Rambam and others, to discuss what is the mitzvah of shofar. Lishmoa, to hear the shofar, or to blow the shofar. In general, the whole sugya of the nusach brachos, why we make one bracha this way, one bracha that way, is a very, very complicated issue. But the general trend of all the Rishonim is to interpret from the bracha what the mitzvah is. Not to say, well, because of the bracha, the mitzvah is. The bracha is a reflection of what the mitzvah is. And here, the Rosh says the opposite. The mitzvah will be a reflection of the Nusach HaBracha. So it seems very, very strange what the Rush said. And therefore the Chassam Sofer and other people interpreted the Rush that really the mitzvah is Tita Kazayis. Even the Rush thinks the mitzvah is Tita Kazayis. But, how do you know that really it is so? Because the Pasuk, as we said before, could really be interpreted in two ways. It could really be interpreted that it's one mitzvah like the Rambam said, or it could be interpreted like the Uraim, that it's three separate mitzvahs. So the Rush might be saying that since Chazal made a bracha, the bracha indicates that they understood that there is a mitzvah And since there's a mitzvah then the shir is kezayis. It's not because there is a bracha, there's a shear. The bracha just indicates what Chazal understood. Chazal really did understand that there is a shear of marar. Of course, the two different interpretations of the rush would cause a major difference. La halacha. Would a person have to have 
a kezayis marar for the korech. If you interpret like the Shagas Ayi's interpretation of the rush, then you would not require a kezayis. It's only part of the mitzvah of Achilas Karben Pesach bizman beis hamikdash bizman azeh. Only when you make a bracha al achilas mar do you have to eat a kezayis. But when you eat korech, you don't have to eat a kezayis. Whereas according to the other interpretation, the rush really thought that the bracha indicates what Chazal understood that you do need a kezayis, and therefore for the korech you would also require a kezayis. This issue would come up in another topic. Do you really need to taste the marar and taste the bitterness of the marar? Well, before we try to see sources for this question, if you would say that it's a separate mitzvah of eating marar, then we would have to understand what that separate mitzvah is. But if you would say that it's not a separate mitzvah, like we said in the Rambam, the mitzvah daraisa of eating marar is to put it on the Karm Pesach and perhaps even to enhance the, ta- the taste of Karm Pesach. Perhaps the time of marar was not indicated at all in the Torah. It was the opposite of marar. It was the opposite of bitterness. It was to make the food taste better. So then you would say at least on the daraisa level, you don't have to taste the bitterness of the, of the, of the marar. Whether if you do all this a separate mitzvah, or perhaps bizman hazeh, which we'll get to later, so perhaps on, under those circumstances you do have to taste the time of marar. Now the Gemara says bala marar lo yatsa. The Gemara in Pesachim says that if a person swallows marar in a without chewing it, without tasting it, he did not fulfill the obligation. If he bala matzah, the Gemara has a discussion, if a person swallows matzah, which is not our issue today, but for the purpose of marah, the Gemara says, lo yatsa. That would seem to indicate that a person has to taste the bitterness of the marah. In fact, the Chazonish has a whole discussion in his Sefer on Psachim, Siman Kufchav He says that a person really has to taste the, the marah. It's even better, the more bitter it is, that's the better, the better you would fulfill the mitzvah. The ikar of the mitzvah, the essence of the mitzvah of marar, is to taste the bitterness. And therefore he really discusses the custom that we use today for people use chasa, people use this romaine lettuce, for matzah, for marar. And the question is, is it really really bitter. The Chazonish would say, Tzarich Yizayar, Shalol Atzeit Bo Adshit Marer. Ubesofa Umar Kelana. He says, you really should not eat the Roman lettuce unless you wait till the situation when it's really bitter and he feels that the Mara, the Roman lettuce, does really reach such a level when it's very bitter. Other people have disagreed with the Chazonish and felt inherently you're supposed to chew the marar in order to be able to taste it. But it does not mean that you must taste a, a bitter taste. And taste is very subjective. How we, we say in, in Latin, de gustibus non est putandum. In Hebrew, no one can argue about taste. What's bitter to me might not be bitter to you. What's sweet to me not, might not be sweeter to, sweet to you. How do you really determine what's, what's sweet and what's bitter? So it could be that objectively, so you have to eat something which has a tam of marar, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to taste the marar. So this question, whether you have to taste the marar, was an issue that the Chazon Ish raised, he felt very strongly that you have to taste the marar. 
in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, well, let's go back now to the Machlokas, Rambam and the Rush. According to the Rambam, that is put on the Maror. So, it's put on the Karben Pesach. It doesn't seem to be that you taste the Maror specifically. Like when you, when you put uh, mustard on, on, on corned beef, so the idea is to bring out the taste of the corned beef, not to taste the bitterness of the, of the, of the mustard. But, according to the Uraim, where there is a separate mitzvah of eating marar, so perhaps, in the Doraisa level, there is also an idea of tasting the marar. This, of course, is an issue uh, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Bizman Hazet, when we only eat marar, so then, the issue does seem to be more of a question that the Chazon Ish said. Today, there is no mitzvah of putting the Mara on something else. The mitzvah is to eat Mara by itself. The Mara by itself, and as we say in Agada, Mara zeshan uachlim ashuma. Why do we eat Mara bezmanazeh? And the Gemara says, Ashim shem, and, the, and the Hagada says, based on the Gemara, Ashem shemeru avasein, because the, our, fa, our forefathers' lives were bitter. They made their life bitter. And we eat their marar bitter. So therefore, according to that, when we talk about marar, it does make more sense that the marar should at least be a, a min, something that has a bitter taste. And perhaps the Chazonish's opinion was that you really actually should taste it bitter, and the more bitter, the better it is. There are a few gemaras that some, seem to indicate that there is a din of Marar as opposed to the Kabbalah Pesach. The Gemara in Psachim, Dav Chavches, says, Kol Arel lo the quote, quote the Pesach, actually in this week's Pasha, that an Arel, a person who's not, does not have a bris milah, lo yochabal. An Arel is enjoined from eating Kabbalah Pesach. It's one of a few mitzvahs that an Arel can't do. An Arel is a, a person who can't have a bris, or didn't have a bris. He's chayiv in the mitzvahs. A person who, especially, it's Machlokas Rashi tells us, but especially in the case where an Arel is suffering from some sort of blood disease and he cannot have a bris. We're worried about his life. His life is endangered. So, Machlokas, of course, Rashi tells us, but it's possible, if it's possible to say that he cannot eat carbon, he does not eat carbon pesach, he's an Arel. Even though it's not his fault at all. So, he's chayv in all mitzvahs. The Gemara learns in Psachim, Dav Chavches, ochel, aval ochel He doesn't have to eat Kam Pesach. In fact, he's not allowed to eat Kam Pesach, but he is required or allowed to eat Matzah Now, to say that he's allowed to eat Matzah requires a whole discussion that Tosis raises, and there's a major discussion. Do you need a Pasuk to tell me that he's allowed to eat Matzah Is there any such reason why we should think that he, he can understand Kabbalah Pesach is a special bris between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kabbalah Pesach itself is a Krisas bris. The Kabbalah Pesach itself is a covenant between Bnei Yisrael and God. And that's the reason that Rashi and Chumash suggest an interesting Havamina that every Ger, when he converts to Judaism, any convert should automatically bring a Karben Pesach. That's really strange. It's not Pesach. Why should he bring a Karben Pesach? If you understand that a Karben Pesach is really a, a bris with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then you can understand somehow a Havamina, some sort of an idea, that a person who converts to Judaism should bring a Karben Pesach, and therefore you would understand that an Arel who's covenant with a Kaddish Baruch Hu is not complete, so you would understand that he's enjoined from eating Karben Pesach. 
But why would you think he's enjoying from eating matzah mara? Why do you need a pasuk to tell me he's eating matzah mara? So therefore the pashtas, without going into the whole discussion of Tosus and other we shown him there, the pashtas is that it, the Gemara says that an Ariel must eat matzah mara. Now, he obviously doesn't eat carbon pasach. Why would he eat matzah and mara? Eating matzah, we said, okay, it's a separate mitzvah. For sure, you would have to eat matzah. But why would the Gemara there say that he has to eat mara? He has to eat matzah. It's a separate mitzvah, but mara is not a separate mitzvah. This Gemara would seem to prove the argument of the Urayim, that there's a separate mitzvah of eating the Marar, at the time of Beis HaMikdash, it was a mitzvah that rise to eat Marar without Karim Pesach, and you might have thought that a person who does not eat, eat Karim Pesach is not required to eat Matzul Marar. Therefore the Gemara says, he doesn't eat Karim Pesach, but he does eat Matzul Marar. And it does seem from that Gemara there's an obligation to eat Matzul Marar. So, Achronim point out that on one hand, this Gemara would support the Yireim and say there is a mitzvah of eating marar, and Yochluhu means Yochluhu, Amatzah Sumroim, Yochluhu, Yochlu refers to each one individually. A person should eat the Kabbalah Pesach, he should eat matzah, and he should eat marar. But according to the Rambam and others who think that there is no mitzvah of marar in time the Beis HaMikdash, no mitzvah that I saw at all of eating marah. There's only a mitzvah of eating carbon pesach with matzah marah. So what do they do with the gemara that you eat matzah marah? So the Rashash and other people point out that sometimes in the gemara we have a shigras halashon. We have a phrase that just used automatically. Although part of the phrase does not really apply to the given situation. One of the classic examples is the first Mishnah in Makos and it's uh, also a discussion in the, the end of the in the end of the second parak of Makos that the, you, they use the phrase grusha v'chalutza. In the beginning of Makos, they say grusha We talk about a, a child of a, a of a union between a kohen and a woman whom he should not marry. Let's say a grusha, a woman who was divorced, the child of such a union is a Ben Grusha, and a Ben Grusha is Pasel. He's a Chalo. Now, Chalutza, a woman who received Chalitza, is Asur also to a coin, but that is there's only Drabanan. So why would the phrase Ben Grusha, Ben Chalutza apply in the Mishnah Makos? You should have distinguished between a Ben Grusha, which is Daraisa, and a Ben Chalutza, which is Drabanan. So, Achronim also point out there, that's a Shigwas Halashon. They, whenever we use the words the Gemara ben Grusha, we sort of automatically say ben Chalutza. But we don't really mean the halachas of ben Grusha applied to ben Chalutza. In a similar vein, Rishonim will explain, well, more Achronim explained, that when the Gemara said, Aval ochelu marar, it meant matzah. And marar was just a shigwas halashon. It was just a, a, a phrase that they say automatically. And the this phrase of Matzah Mara is also found, for example, in Psach in Kedushin Daflamet Zayin. The Gemara also discusses the concept of eating Matzah Mara B'chomosh Vosechem. Eating Matzah Mara. Now, Matzah, of course, you have to eat B'chomosh Vosechem means all over, not just in Beis HaMikdash, not just, not just in Yerushalayim, but all over. Now, obviously, the Mitzvah of Matzah is all over, but the Mitzvah of Mara would depend upon what we learned. And again, you'd have to say it's a Shigras Halashim. I'd like to point out, I said before I referred to it, there is an opinion that Marar, according to the Rambam, Bizman Hazez the Rabbanan, and Bizman Habayis, 
was part of Karm Pesach. There was no separate mitzvah. Rav Breuer has a, a, a brilliant analysis of such an opinion. He maintains that in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, at the time of Geulas Yisrael, a time when we're living in a state of peace, there is no real reason to taste the Marah. And then, Marah would only be an adjunct to the Karben Pesach, as we said, to bring out the time of the Karben Pesach. However, at the, when there is no Beis HaMikdash, then we do feel the bitterness of Galus. We feel, to a certain extent, the Galus of Yitzhak Mitzrayim every time we're in Galus. So therefore, the mitzvah de Rabbanan is really to taste the Marah. So this would somehow explain that in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, Marah was not to be tasted. It was to be used as the Karben Pesach. Because really what you do is you taste the Geula, and the Marah enhances the Geula. He has a Hashkafic idea, which I don't have time to explain, also to explain why in the time of Geula it, does the Gullus also have some sort of a, a soothing taste to feel and understand, bring out the taste of Gula better. But at the time when there is no Beis HaMikdash, at the time of Gullus, then Marar is bitter, the Gullus is bitter, and then there is a mitzvah to eat Marar, a mitzvah to Rabbanah to eat Marar. Of course, this brilliant explanation will only work according to the Rambam, but according to the Urayim, even in the time of Geulas Israel. even at the time when there is a base of Mikdash, when there is peace in the world, there still would be a mitzvah, Doraisa, of eating a Kazayis Marar as separate from the Kaban Pesach. The question was asked by many Achronim that people who are ill and cannot taste, eat Marar, whether they really can eat less than a shear of Marar and fulfill the mitzvah. They were afraid to eat too much of something bitter because of their physical problems. And many achronim raise this issue. In general, there's an issue if a person can fulfill a mitzvah in the chatzishir. Is a person allowed to fulfill, when he cannot fulfill the entire mitzvah, is there such a thing as doing par- a partial mitzvah? Uh, this could refer to a mitzvah daraisa as well. A person doesn't have a kazayis of matzah. Is there a mitzvah in eating part of a, a kazayis? This issue, of course, is not our topic. But by Marar, where according to the Rush, perhaps a person really does fulfill the obligation of eating Marar less than a Kazayas. In Korech, the Rush, the Shagasari said it might even be true according to the Rush. But even if not for Korech, for the regular Mitzvah Marar, maybe it's true as well. Because the only reason you'd have to eat the Kazayas is because of the Bracha. So, Obviously, many achronim would say, if it's a real question of health, first of all, one should be careful, are you allowed to eat a chatzis at all? Maybe you shouldn't eat anything. It's better to be safe than sorry. It's better to be more careful, more stringent, and not endanger yourself in any way. But let's assume that the doctors say it's perfectly fine for him to eat less than a shiur. Should he eat less than a shiur? So, achronim would obviously say, why not? What are you losing if you eat less than a shiur? The question would be, could you make a bracha under those circumstances? It would seem that even according to the rush, you can't make a bracha. That the rush would say, perhaps you fulfill the mitzvah, but you can't say the bracha because the bracha has to be an achila, and in achila pachos mikazayis. The Avni Nezer has a whole discussion about this, and the Avni Nezer suggests an idea that we find in other sources in Chazal, in, in, in Achronim, which is interesting. He said, you know what? Why don't you go learn the halacha of Achilles Marar? 
read the Rambam that says before a person should eat marar, he makes a bracha, baruch, hata, but, but say, read it out loud with the name of God, which you're allowed to do when you're learning. And say, according to the Rambam, a person should eat, should eat marar and, and make the bracha, baruch, hata, hashem, kem, hamash, kusam, vitzim, marar, and eat the chatzit kazayas then. So he said, then, if you're allowed to make the bracha, so you did make the bracha, even if you're not allowed to make the bracha, you said the bracha toch kedai limud, as a, as a learning exercise. And therefore he felt this would be the best to do under the circumstances. So we've learned that there is a mitzvah to eat marar. Bizman hazeh, there is undoubtedly a mitzvah to Rabbanan of eating marar. Our question was, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, in the time of Kam Pesach, whether there is a mitzvah to rise of eating marar. The Rambam seems to say there is no mitzvah, it's only part of the, of the mitzvah of Achilles Kam Pesach, whereas according to the Yireim and others, there's a mitzvah by itself of eating marah. But that, they all agree that Bizman Azeh, marah is only the Rabbanan.